Hi, it's Tim Hagen from Progress Coaching, and welcome to another episode for the Coaching Conversations podcast. Now, we are on Stitcher, we are on iTunes, and multiple different channels. Please check us out. Now, one of the things that you'll get out of our podcast episodes is a lot of content, a lot of strategy. It's not fluff, it's not concept. Yet we really want you to engage with the content and let us know your feedback. If you have any questions, feel free to reach out to us. If there's topics you'd love to have us address, we would love to share them with you. Let us know your impact and let us know your feedback. One of the most valuable things we can do as leaders is to position people within our own teams to be what I call influential or internal leaders. Now, just for our own definition, internal leaders or influential leaders are those people who don't have the title yet can help you lead the team. Now, let me give you a really fundamental example. Years ago, I was working with a number of branch managers at one of our client sites at a credit union. And one of the managers said, geez, I've got 10 people. I really don't have time to coach all of them. I am scheduling time with them, but I know that I'm really fractured in terms of my time. And I said, well, do you have some people on your team that you really trust, that are well-respected by others, that could really invest in your team as well. And she said, yeah, I've got two people. They're senior. They're great. They're upbeat. They don't really want to move up in the organization. They don't want people management responsibility. And I said, well, what about using them as influential coaches? She said, what do you mean? I said, well, influential coaching sometimes is more accepted than from somebody's boss because it's from a peer. It's someone who's in the trenches. It's somebody who's trusted. And she said, yeah, I, I think that's great. And I said, okay, well, let's come up with a couple ideas. I said, what do you want your people to do more of? She said, we have to ask more questions. We have to upsell and cross-sell. It is a core function of what we do because the more we upsell and cross-sell, the more we you know, bring business into not only the credit union, but the more we're allowed to service our uh, customers. And I said, okay. And I said, what are the resistance? And she said, Rejection. People don't like to do it. I mean, you're talking to people about, you know, money and it's it's personal and you're kind of out in the open. It's uncomfortable. And it is. And I really love that she depicted it so uh, succinctly. So what we did is we worked with two leaders and we said, look, no constructive feedback for 90 days. None. Just when you see it, don't be overzealous. Don't overdo it. Don't be theatrical. Just acknowledge, just acknowledge what somebody does really well when you witness it. When a member walks away going up to someone and saying, Tom, wow, you really asked some great questions. You really sounded confident. And I loved how you really listened to the member. Now, we call these nudges. Little corny, little cliche. Those are nudges. So when you go up to somebody and say, wow, you ask great open-ended questions. What are we really saying? Keep asking open-ended questions. And then when we say, and you demonstrated active active listening really, really well, what are we really saying? Keep demonstrating active listening. And then when we have someone who might be lacking a little bit of confidence and you say, wow, Tom, you looked and you, you sounded more confident. What are we saying? Continue to be a little bit more confident. Those are nudges. The second thing we had the person do is anonymous feedback. We had them leave notes at their workstation when they went to break or lunch, saying, by the way, this morning I was watching you as a teammate. You did a fantastic job of engaging with our members. 
asking open-ended questions, and I really love how your confidence is growing. And then we would have the manager call somebody in based on the feedback from the two influential coaches and call somebody in and say, Tom, I need to see my office right away. Now, the manager, the branch manager would do this strategically, strategically to say it out in the open. So other tellers at this credit union would hear this. So the person would come in, she shut the door behind him and sit down and she said, Tom, I want to tell you something. Not only have I watched you, yet a few of your teammates have mentioned to me and even a member of how fluent you are, how gracious you are, your questioning skills are growing, your ability to listen to our members, and you look and appear more confident. And I wanted to tell you how much I appreciate it. Now, you can even escalate that technique to the next level by having the branch manager's boss in the room. That really freaks people out. Yet what happens is it shows trust and there's a process that happens. See, Tom, in this case, very fictitious, but this is what this branch manager did with two influential leaders, goes back to the workstation and guess what happens? The coworkers start saying, Tom, what happened? What, what, did, what, did, the, what did she say? And this employee would say, I was just getting praise for a job well done. You know what? I didn't even know I was getting that much better, but it seems like I am. And I, whoever said something to her, you know, I just want to say thanks a lot. Now, guess what we're really doing? Tom doesn't even know it, but he's coaching other people by doing what? Nudging them. See, when we get called into the office, it's usually negative, right? So the first thing is acknowledgement with nudges. Number two, the power of the written note. Number three, position the branch manager to call somebody in positively. Number four, what the leader did, this branch manager did with the two influential leaders is essentially said at the end of the week, give me a repository, half a page, who's really performing well. Try to have it on my desk by um, Friday at noon. It can be typed or it can be handwritten. And what was so cool about this branch manager, and it wasn't the only one who did it, by the way, she would literally send a card home once a week to one employee. And just saying, look, sorry, I didn't have enough time with you, Tom. I wanted to let you know. I've not only acknowledged it. I know you and I spoke. I, again, just wanted to give you a heartfelt thank you. There is a power of the written note. There is a power of the written word. And then fifth, what people can do, especially as influential leaders, yet you can open it up to the whole team. The branch manager would get everyone together for a staff meeting and go around the room at the start and the end and say, Everybody, let's go around the room. Who's somebody that you have witnessed that has performed really well? Here was the really cool thing. See, people like Tom, the people who are struggling, the people who needed those influential leaders who were providing the nudges and the power of the written note, they started to acknowledge their teammates. So people who were getting the positive feedback felt more inclined to reciprocate the positive feedback to their teammates. So guess what happened? they started to celebrate each other. See, when you think about upselling, cross-selling, and engaging with a customer, whether it be at a credit union or a bank or what have you, that's a daunting task for many people. So here was the really cool thing. When this happened, what happened was is the people started to coach each other and acknowledge each other. It created momentum. So the first level of change when you're developing influential leaders, is having people acknowledge other people's strengths and be supportive. That's it. No constructive feedback. 
Just help people feel good about getting better. Then number two, then the influential leaders are in a position to challenge people, maybe complacency, maybe close-ended questions. And then number three, they now have gained enough trust that the branch manager or any manager per se could then say, you know, our influential leaders or Tom and Jane are now going to be in charge of the following projects. There's a progression we need to position our influential leaders to take in order to have their leadership received well and trusted. Thank you for listening to another episode of Coaching Conversations by Tim Hagen and Progress Coaching. Now, our company is always coming out with new and innovative solutions to help leaders coach their employees. And recently, we just created a new service called Coach to You, where leaders can pick and choose topics and assign 7 to 21-day programs for employees to learn and, more importantly, apply actions and then reflect and share what they're going to do going forward as a result of the learning. It's called Coach to You. We're literally bringing coaching to your employees. If you're intrigued, we'll have a link in each one of our episodes where you can get more information. And again, thank you so much for listening to another episode.